verses 38 to 42. Are you all right? Are you all right? Okay. So, do any of you... Actually, actually, I wonder if the children might like to come and sit down here. Would you? Would you? Sophie? That's it. Just, just there, because I'm going to tell you something very important. Yeah, you can leave your pot and pan behind. That's it. That's it. Just down here. Sophie, come on. Great. That's great. Well done. Right. Now, now, do any of you have brothers or sisters? Yes, you do. What's the best thing about having a brother or sister? <laughs> well, my sister came to see me yesterday. I have two sisters, and I think the best thing about having sisters is being able to do things with each other and helping each other. Isn't that right, Matthew? Yeah, okay. That's just not convinced. Well, one day, Jesus went to the house of two sisters. One was called Mary. And the other was called Martha. Now, when Jesus came to the house of the two sisters, it was like the king had come. Someone very important had come to their house. Supposing the king or the queen came to your house, what do you think about that? What would you do? Would you want to get the house ready? Mm. Would you clean it up? Would you make it tidy? Would you bring out the best cups and saucers for the king or queen? Would you go shopping to get some special food? Yeah, yeah, you would. And would you spend time cooking to make sure everyone was fed well? Yes. Now, the problem when Jesus came to Mary and Martha's house <laughs> was that he didn't tell them he was coming. He just turned up. No time to get ready. It was simply... And there he was, at the door. And when he arrived, he sat down and he started talking to the people about wonderful things. He told them about how God loved them. And he told them that the way to be happy was to love other people. And he told them that nothing was more important than knowing that God's, that they were one of God's children. Welcome to you. It's quite all right. We're having great fun. Well, Jesus arrived at the house and he started saying these wonderful things to the two sisters and they went in different directions. Mary sat at Jesus' feet and listened to him and all that he was teaching. Martha thought to herself, Oh, if only I'd have known he was coming, I'd have started tidying up. And she started to <sighs> do the cleaning. 
And then she thought... Oh, if only I'd have known I'd have put things away. And she started to tidy up. And then she thought... Oh, if only I'd have known it was coming, I'd have got the best crockery out. And she went to the cupboard and brought out the best cups and saucers. All this time, Mary listened and sat at Jesus' feet. (laughs) And Martha got annoyed with that. She thought... What about the special food? And she went to the kitchen and started banging about with the saucepans and plates, making lots of noise and hoping that Mary would hear and come and help her with the cooking. But Mary didn't. She just went on listening to the wonderful things Jesus was saying. So Martha banged some more. And Mary just listened to Jesus. So Martha banged even louder. Still Mary sat there listening to Jesus. So Martha got so angry, she went right up to Jesus and said, Don't you care that I'm doing all the work and my sister Mary is just sat there? Tell her to help me. But Jesus said to her, Martha, Martha, you're worried about so many things. You've forgotten what's really important. Only one thing is important. Mary has chosen what is better. She's been listening to the wonderful things I've been saying about God and his love. And now she knows those things, she'll never forget them. She'll always know that God loves her. So remember, nothing is more important than knowing God's love for you. You may know how to do the tidying. You may know how to do the cleaning. You may know how to, do, uh, to lay the table and do the shopping and do the cooking. But if you don't know that God loves you, you won't ever be truly happy. There's only one thing that's really important, knowing God loves you. And we get to know that God loves us when we listen to the wonderful things that Jesus says and believe in him. that the brain is a really awesome organ. Did you know that? Did you know it was a really amazing thing? And it's so amazing that scientists still don't know how it works. And there's this phenomena that happens, and you might have experienced it, uh, that they're only now proving is true. And it's your ability to hear a loved one's voice. And I can see some of you are like, yeah, I know. But have you ever been in a crowd, in a hubbub, upstairs doing something you shouldn't, and you can hear your person's voice across the room? 
before they even say your name, you can hear it because your brain prioritizes the voices of those you love. When you are in relationship with people, your brain is like, this is important. I'm going to become close to them and I'm going to listen. So even across the room, you can hear them. And Martha was in a lot, a lot of noise. The pots were going. She was worrying about the chicken in the oven. She didn't have soft clothes cabinets. There was noise. Does Jesus like red or white? The lads are chatting. The table isn't set and Mary isn't helping and it's stressful. I have been at that Christmas dinner. <laughs> it's tense. But Martha comes to Jesus and she's yelling. And she's like, do you not care? Make her help me. And Jesus cuts through the noise and the thoughts and the chaos and says, Martha, Martha. It's a close call. It's intimate. It's familiar. It's somebody who knows somebody really well. Martha. Martha. Stop and listen. And Jesus knows our name. That intimate call he had for Martha, he wants with us. He wants to be in a close relationship with us. So on your piece of paper that you were handed as you came in today, I would like you to write down your name. And I would like you to write it twice. And hear the call of Jesus' name for you. I'll section in more regularly for you <laughs> I don't know if you know this about me, but I love a little fun fact. And here is the funniest... Oh, no. A slug. It's bottom. It's called a foot. That's a good one, isn't it? Little, didn't know if you know that. Uh, a squirrel is left or right-handed. Did anyone know that? No? And the way you can tell is by the way... It's gnawed the pine cone. So if you pick up a pine cone and it's been eaten, or by the spin, you can tell if the squirrel is left or right-handed. Amazing. Who knew? But the most amazing fact that will change your life, if I'm honest, it changed my life, was that in 1996, Tim Ball, Father Canon Reverend Tim won a medal for line dancing. <laughs> Who knew? Who knew? I did not know that. Oh, it was madness. And um, you might ask why I know those little facts. Why do they... Yeah, why? They're not really useful for everyday life. But 
I put myself in a position of learning. I listen to the podcasts. I watch documentaries. I'll listen to the odd story that my dad has to tell me. I might pick up a gleam of wisdom. And Mary did just that. She put herself at the teacher's feet. She defied the social norms for a woman and put herself there. She made her choice. And when Jesus called Martha out of her distractions of what she was doing, he said to her, you're worried about many things. And getting the food ready is a good thing. It's good, because when the guests come round, the biscuits come out. I think I'm going to have to get that on a T-shirt or something. I quite like it. Um, and for her, as a woman in those days, it was a really, that was her role. It was an honourable thing to be doing. But Jesus' teaching wasn't just for the men. And it wasn't just for the old ones. It is for everyone. And Jesus is inviting us to be part of the learning experience. The food can come later. The washing up can come later. Right now, we need to be sitting and learning about Jesus. Like Martha, we need to put away our distractions. How long is the sermon going to be? Who is leading the band? What has Evie done to their hair over the last week? <laughs> we need to learn to put away the distractions and hear the teachings of Jesus. So on our bit of paper, I would like us to write down the distraction of the day. Was it what's for dinner? Although the great Nadia has taken care of that for us. Was it the washing? Was it the bully in the playground on Monday? Was it the presentation we've got coming up? Was it all of the above? So just sit and write down what that thing was this morning. The lesson of listening. And we have learnt the lesson of learning. But now is the most important lesson of all. And it's the lesson of love. Jesus said one thing was important. And I wonder what you decided that one thing was. When Timmy asked you, what did you decide? Anyone? What did you decide? Pat? Love and family. Love and family. Oh, they are good. They've been here before. Anyone else? One thing that was important? What did Golf. You? Golf. Excellent. <laughs> Toys. Toys, that's pretty important. Jesus. Je mm. Oh, been around a few times. Jesus. What did you decide? Faith, yes. When Mary sat at Jesus' feet, she was actively learning and listening 
to what Jesus was saying. She wasn't doing nothing while Mary Martha was doing all the work. She was working too, paying attention to the fact that God loves her. And that is the most important thing, that God loves you. And you, 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 and you. God loves you. And when we know it, we can't forget it. And it can't be taken away. It's our baseline. It's our starting point. The motivation for everything else. But first, we need to come and sit at Jesus' feet. So, for the third and final time, on your pieces of paper, I would like you to write down what you need to hear from God today.